Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Bolu. Can I have our seats? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Manake Koras Nategesis. Lapara Kadash Telemonogosis. Thank you, Spirit, for eloquence, for utterance. Thank you for inspiration. Thank you for accuracy. Thank you because you speak to people and you touch hearts tonight. I will know you more and more through your word. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for your love. Because your love is not theoretical, it is real. It's experiential. We see it in scripture and we see it in our lives. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. So who has had a good week of, you know, reminding yourself how much God loves you? Who has put that to work? Yes, reminding yourself how much God loves you. It's a strengthener. Love is a strengthener. Hallelujah. It's a strengthener. So, imagine that, you know, I like his example a lot. Imagine that the most powerful man on earth is your father. And nobody dares him. Amen. Yeah. The most powerful guy. Now imagine you are in North Korea and your father is Kim Jong-un. Yes. Amen. How do you feel? Show that part. Hallelujah. Much, much more beyond that, God is our father. God is our father. And our father is not Kim Jong-un that Isaac can touch. Hallelujah. Our father is stable. is consistent. is intentional. Hallelujah. And nothing is by surprise. Nothing catches him by surprise. Hallelujah. Doesn't that surprise? They don't surprise God. God is not doing, yeah, it happened. Yeah. Hallelujah. What has been there before? Like something, ah, yeah. God is not yeah with you. Yeah. Hallelujah. It's consistent, it's intentional, and it's aware. He's so aware. He said, I count the number of air on your head. Not one drops. Stop in about not one air. Not one drops. Is that intentional? So no tear passes him by surprise. You know, no pain meets him unaware. Alright? He wants you to know and be aware and be sure of how much he loves you. He wants this love to fortify your life. And this love will drive out fear. This love will drive out fear. When I, when, when I come into a full understanding of how much God loves me, nothing will move me anymore. Nothing will move me. I'm, I'm my father's love. I'm in his will. I'm doing well. All will work out for my good. All things will work for me. Everything will work together because I'm in his love. All things will work together for me because I'm in his love. Come rain or high water. If I'm in his love, I'll be fine. Hallelujah. So knowing this love, don't give in to fear. Fearful thoughts will come. I won't give in to fear. Yeah. Glory to Jesus. I'll remind myself, my father loves me. 
My father cares about me. He knows my name. He knows my heart. He knows my thoughts. He knows the number of hell on my head. I'll be fine. He will send me through. Hallelujah. Perfect love. Cast out fear. Ephesians 3, 14 to 21. You know, I was just thinking this afternoon of times when, you know, again, when God came through for me, sometimes when I should be in trouble, and somebody just, you know, it just sees me through. Amen. Yeah, times when I, I put myself in trouble by myself. Amen. And somehow, 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 I came out of it. And one time, like start of secondary school, times when, you know, I, I meant to be about that trouble. One, one or the other, case just flies out, case just dies. And I'm wondering, okay, what happened? I'll just keep quiet. I'll just keep Yeah, case just, like, like, many times, case just disappears, and I'm wondering, I'm meant to be in trouble. What happened to this case? Amen. I don't have, have connect. Amen. It's just me and, you know, bless me in Jesus' you know, name. Yeah, many times. One time, he wanted to report me to, he was going to report me to the commander's office. He was going straight to the commander's office. The commander is like head of a military school. Going straight to his office. And the guy was going there, was at the gate when someone stopped him, was at the door of the office when someone stopped him to ask him what happened. So the person now called me, and the case went like that. This guy had gone into that door, suspension. Amen. I got to my parents, Daddy, I need that. Okay, your son did something to a junior, and it's back after three days of resumption. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, this love protects us. It's not to say, gotcha. Amen. It's not a cane behind your back. That's why you mess up, I'll flog you, cane. It's not your headmistress. Hallelujah. It's not your Yoruba mother, too. Glory to Jesus. She can relate to that one, she can relate. Amen. Your bad moms with their bara. Just behind, just say, Twa! <laughs> you know the worst part of it? They can use anything to flog you. Anything. It's where they are, what they see. Just my mom, just big omorogum. You know the small ones, the flat ones. But <laughs> our God is consistent. It doesn't go up and down in his mood. Amen. Amen. Yeah. It's not your parents, your Nigerian parents, you know. Something today, they laugh with you. That's something tomorrow, slap. <laughs> like that, but I did I did this. That's it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Our God is consistent. It doesn't have up and down moods. He's always in a good mood. And he's always in love with you. That's why Paul said in Romans 8 that nothing can take us from his love. Not persecution. Not as in he's saying that see, we know it's, we know it's, it's so much loves us that even we nothing make make us say I'm not doing it again. Yeah. That's what I was saying at first. That nothing will make us say we're not doing it again. Not persecution, not famine, not crisis. Whatever we go through, we know he loves us. So you know this is more than conquerors because he loves us. He now said next. That I'm not talking about God next. That not angels, not devils, nothing will make him stop loving us. So Paul is saying, because he won't stop loving us, we say if we did, we got a day. In all things, we are there. We're not doing God, ah, if you don't give me this thing now, I'll just change church, you know, or this Christian works, I'll help myself. Amen. Or oh God, the next brother, the next brother asked me out is the one. I don't even care. I won't even pray again. Waited five years. The next boy is the one. The next boy. Hallelujah. Paul is saying that I'm so sure of his love that not to make me say God doesn't love me. And Paul went through a lot. Paul had a chance to say, God, but you sent me now. 
but you sent me. Why are they flogging me everywhere? <laughs> but you sent me. I got told him before he went ahead that I will show him what, what, what was off my namesake. I will show him how much cane he for my namesake. Hallelujah. So, how strong is your knowledge of God's love for you? How strong is your knowledge of how God loves you? Can your can can, can knowledge of God's love stand, stand crisis? Can it stand a bad day? Amen. Yeah. Can your, can your way of understanding how, how much God loves you, can it stand a tough period? Or you break when things happen to you? Just take break, break from church for three weeks. Like, I need time off, man. I need, I need fresh air. <laughs> Hallelujah. And in my experience, right, when we stand through those tough times, we come out stronger. Come out experiencing more blessings. Amen. When people say, Pastor, you think everything is always, you know, cool, just balling. Amen. Just balling. People will think we have plenty of money. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hey, Amen. Not so long ago, like some 10 years back, not so far ago, he said that he didn't have 100k in his account. It's the time when his church was, it was this, this same A3C. It's a big church, about, about 10,000 10, members or so. Like he said, he didn't have 100k in his account that, that period. 100, I'm like, ah, remember Sam, 100k. Like, because in our heads, he has like, you know, every time, billions, like, you know how we think this thing now? Huh? He's part of this big church. Uh-uh, he can't have problem. Hallelujah. So we, we don't stand strong laughing because, because things are always, you know, as wanted natural. Do you understand? We are strong because we know how much God loves us. And we choose strength. Amen. Because if you choose weakness, you only get weaker. If you choose to cry, you only get, you, you get to, you end up crying more. When you stand in this love, it will see you through. We can cry while standing, you know. Amen. Clean our eyes quickly. And get moving. Hallelujah. So if, even in the pain, there is joy. Do you understand? Even in the pain, there is joy. Will you go through some things? Yeah. If you live in this world, <laughs> chances are that, you know, ah, amen. But you'll be strong in all things, knowing that God loves you and he will see you through. All right? My last breakthrough came from, came from, came from a painful period. Yeah. A very painful month. Should I go deeper? No, I will not share. <laughs> yeah. From a painful period. All right? But it's not those pain. I walk my cry on stage. I walk and do like something happened to me. See me the same way every day. Laugh with you. Play with you. Can you come? Can you come with you? Go back to my closet. Go that far. Come back tomorrow morning. Do the work. Keep smiling. Keep, keep. Do you get my point here? Because that's how we live. We are strong because we know God loves us. I never for once ask God, God, why are you doing this to me? Never for once saying, God, it's you that messes. Whatever happens to me, I say it's me. God did not fail me. Nah, I never say God failed me. I never say that. Whatever happens that is not right, it's not God, it's me. God is faithful. I judge God faithful in all seasons. I judge God faithful. I judge God faithful. You know why I want to judge God faithful? If God can fail, we're in a mess. If God can fail, we're in deep mess. You know how I worship God in Africa? It's a EOJ. He can work. He might not work. It's very ridiculous. So you put your trust in something that might work or might not work. Do you understand? If God can fail, we're in trouble. Let's just stop trying. So I'd rather conclude at which is the truth. I didn't do something right than to say God failed me. Do you understand? If I pray, someone did not get well. God did not lie, lie. God can't fail. You know why? In the first place, I did not tell God and pray for the sick. He told me pray for the sick. Mark 16, Matthew 10, Luke 10. We did not tell God. Do you get? 
So I think God shows them, on, shows them on, his, on, his, on the on the on the on the on the streets in Christ and say we should be sick. It's nowhere in the old covenant. Christ just came up and said by himself. They did not ask him. They did not ask him. He came and said, heal the sick. Meaning that he's more keen to see the sick heal through me than I am to heal the sick. Do you understand? So if the sick is not healed, it can't be him. You, it cannot be him. Because we are on our own. When he said, go on. So it means he has more way to heal than we have to see the sick healed. So when I'm praying God, if somebody, I'm like, I'm embarrassing God. Like, God, please, I heal him. Guy, I told you, I told you to go and hear the person. Not, it's not you that came to tell me. So to beg me to hear the sick is like saying, I'm not, I'm not confused. That's what he's saying. Amen. When now, God, please heal him. Are you telling me that you love the person and God loves the person? Do you understand these things? So I, I conclude, which is, which, which, is, which is the right conclusion, that I did something wrong. I did something wrong. So I remember 2019 or so, I had to pray for someone in the hospital. The person was nice to you, you know, and the person was actually, you know, looking like all of us lost, clinical, clinical, clinical. But I went there, I prayed in faith. But even the prayer I go, now I know better. Now that person, that person did not, that prayer did not enter. That's just case, just pray a prayer and go, I mean, I want to go. I went back on feeling like, because the person died. I went back on feeling like, God, I, felt, I, felt like I felt like I failed. But I did not fail. The person you pray for did not the prayer, did not receive the prayer. The person had given up. And I later on, the person had given up, like you have told me before. I've told me before. Can take will say we'll, try, we'll talk person out of dying. We'll talk person out of dying first. Then pray for the person. Like, please leave, believe. Let's go through this. You get. Then now pray. The person gets well. But I, I, I went on thinking, I failed. For a while, I failed for like for like a month or so. It eats me hard that I left my house to come for the sick and the person died. Amen. But we have grown and we know better. Like it doesn't work. It's not God. And maybe it's not me too. Maybe it's the person. Hallelujah. All right? So we must come to a place where we are sure, number one, that God cannot fail. Love never fails. In these things, it takes two, it take, if it's me, if it's my, it's my issue between me and God, there are two people involved, myself and God. Amen? So God cannot fail. I have to look within. Where am I doing it wrong? So some years ago, I was praying for provision. I was, you know, deep, knee deep in ministry, like totally knee deep, head deep in ministry. Couldn't do another work. And I was praying to God for provision and all that. And I was, I was praying that I was told God to store me money. That's what the way I was praying. I was told I was expecting that God to store. That someone just might say, pity, take one million, you know. Amen. And guess what? I was been teaching about finances a lot. 2018, 2018, 2019. At least, like, halfway. I wasn't really going deep into it. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? That's how to be a poor pastor. That's be a poor, very poor pastor. Going light on money is how to be very poor. It's how to do like Paul. You work for your money. Amen. While doing ministry, you will work and think it's God doing you. But it is you that said you will not collect money. No Paul said in some places. But this particular church, I will not take your money. He said it did not, he said it that their money will not take it. Amen. So eh. Uh, so we have to go and do part-time carpentry in that period. He chose it, not God. Because even Paul said it, that Jesus said, okay, that, you know, where you walk is where you should eat. That one that walks at the temple, straight from the temple. He himself said it to boy. He now said, me, oh, this church, don't take your money. So again, he made a choice. So whatever he says is his fault. Amen? Yes, yeah, so I was praying as though God has told me money. 
And the God gave me correction. Number one, teach money. Teach finances. Teach giving. Teach giving. Amen. Number two, give, you, give your church room to support you. I, I didn't learn that. I listened to Kennedy message. And I, le- I saw that even with Papa Hagen, with all his faith, Sunday evenings in their church was offering for, for, for Pastor Hagen. Every Sunday evening offering belonged to him. Every Sunday offering, at least when, when I was passing that particular church, every Sunday, Sunday evening offering, because that's, that's Sunday morning service, Sunday evening service. Every Sunday evening one came to him. So he was not just praying God, throw me money. He had a channel from which money came. Do you understand? So if I was, I was thinking God was failing, it was my, it's, my, it's my own wisdom that was lacking, not, God, not God's faithfulness. Do you understand me? So times when I was praying to God and it did not happen, it wasn't that God was failing, that I was not wise enough to get the, the way out into, into, God's, um, into God's plan for my, for my finances. This is my point, Shai, and all these things. God will not fail you. But are you lacking wisdom, okay, to get what you are demanding from God? Is there a lack of wisdom in the way you are take, doing your life? Am I clear enough? Good, good, good. Good, good, good. So seek wisdom. In all your praying, seek wisdom. There are things to change, then change it. Amen? There are things to change. Change it. Stop blaming God for your failures. God does not fail. If you keep blaming God, you'll be there. That's the problem. If you keep blaming God, you'll, you'll be there. But look, look within. Why are we doing it wrong? Hallelujah. Pray for the sick. It's not get well. Don't give up. Go again next month for somebody else. Don't stay there thinking, God, no, no, no. If you stay there at the end of that ministry, you keep going. Pray more for the sick. Pray for the, raise, raise the dead. Don't let failure, you know, what happens to us, you know, generally as believers. Okay, the Bible says pray for the sick, raise the dead, and can they go, can they go? Now, we've left raise the dead alone because we tried it once, it's not work. I said, no work. Just leave that raise the dead. Just erase from your mind. That raise the dead one, ah, it's not working. No, let's not even try. What do we do? Pray for the sick, child. Maybe or maybe not to work. You know, you know. But it's for the same instruction, the same part of the same verse of scripture that says, heal the sick, raise the dead. It not say try to the sick. Said you say try to. It's not when you get there. Try to or beg me to. Amen. I like how Jesus speaks. He didn't say beg me to. He said, when you get there, raise the raise the dead. Heal the sick. It not say when you get there, beg me to. He says, I'll give you authority when you get there, do this. So if you think it doesn't work, don't, don't give up. Go again. Go again. Go again. Hallelujah. Go again. Practice being faithful to God's word. Practicing God's word. Do the word. I don't feel like it, but I'll do God's word. I don't feel like praying for the sick today, but oh my God said, pray for the sick. I'll pray for the sick. It's not a feeling thing. It's a word thing. Hallelujah. I've had serious meetings where I came in feeling nothing. One of my best meetings, is, I like, I'm marrying my past these days a lot. My best meeting was university, one of my best meetings. I didn't come in for fasting and prayer. I just came in normally to do, to just come and minister. Just, just you know, normal, normal perishing, not nothing hyper. I, I saw God's power so raw, and I'm wondering, ah, okay, they said we should fast and pray for this thing now. I should have three days, ten days, now come out and feel powerful. It's not a feeling thing. Just do the word. Obey God's word. It's simple. Amen. Amen. This work with God thing, it's simple and practical. We almost have added our own on top of it. The other part of it, we, put, we brought it here. 
Day before breakthrough meeting, first three days, we put down on not God. Amen. All the jealous I will put there, we put it there. Every day, wake up in the morning, fast to three. God did not send you. We did that. It's not bad, but I'm saying that don't put that on God. He did not say do it. Glory to Jesus. But let's, at, at the simplest form of it, the work with God is practical. It's simple. It's relational. It's an everyday thing. So, God will not fail you. Love will not fail you. So people, you know, go through stuff and they come up with things like, God took my son. God took my child. God took my wife. God took my, my, my husband. God took God. And God is like, ha, Amen. This is what happens to people. When you say God took somebody, you open a door for another person to go. For another person. Because once you put that on God, you open a, wide, a door wide open. So when someone is sick again and look like you will die, in your head, God can take. So why you should resist? You don't because God can take. That people die. Hallelujah. But it feels comforting. It's a, it's, it's a good, it's good closure. To say, I'm all alone. We can't find the will of God. Abba now. No. Do you know, even if someone dies in Messiah for the kingdom of God, it's not God's will. It's not God's desire that they should die. Do you get? It's not God's that someone, that someone dies by persecution. It's not God's will. That if he was stoned, it was, was not God's perfect will. God has no joy in seeing him die like that. You think God is happy to was stoned to death. It was as a cruel death. Stoned to death. So even, even in Messiah done for the gospel, it's not gospel people die like that. What is gospel for us? That in all things we preach the gospel. Right? That in all things, we, even if it means we, even if it cost us lives, as in your, your personal sacrifice of your life for it, God is God, God this gospel, the gospel for you is that you should, you should do whatever it takes for the gospel. But his will is not in, you know, in dying for the gospel. Do you understand? There are two things. Do you, do you get the balance of it? So when things happen around and it's not good, don't put it on God. God is not the one delaying you. Amen. It's not why people don't have children yet. Is that, is that of it? I, I don't get this part of it. It's not the cause of, of the delay. It's not. It's not. It's not. No, it's not. Once put it on God, the delay will be longer. Amen. It doesn't just feel right when people say, we're waiting on, waiting, like, they say that as though God is one holding the, holding the, holding the womb. I, it, it, it feels somewhere in my, in my body. It, it doesn't just gel in my spirit. Can we put it where the issue is and deal with the issue? Do you understand? So when, when someone is sick, God does not make him sick. People say that a lot. You know, God is testing me with sickness. He's teaching me something with sickness. Really. Are you so bad? They cannot, cannot, cannot teach you with, with instruction. Are you, so, are you so foolish? That's the question. Are you so sick? You have to flog with sickness to make you see. Amen. Hallelujah. James 1. I think mean, if I said, I said um, Ephesians 3 before, okay, another day. James 1. <laughs> Are we there? James 1 from verse 13 to 17. God is not out to get you. He's out to protect you. 
See, even when you were a sinner, it was not how to get you. Do you understand? Even when we're, even when we're in sin, we still saw God's mercy many times. So why do you think it's now out to get you now for your mistakes? I can't, I can't forget this, my, as I said, when I said on Sunday, how this man thought that he was suffering for his past sins. Yeah, a close friend, I said that on Sunday. For many years, he's going to get a job. Many, many near misses. He thought, he told me then that it feels like he's suffering for his past sins. Wow. Since, since before he got saved. Sins so bad, God saved, you, God saved you, redeemed you, forgave you. He's not flogging you for those same sins. How ridiculous. My people pray for lack of knowledge. My people actually go through mess for lack of knowledge. If you think God is doing you, you will pray stupid prayers. You know, we have a lot of Ulu Ashanumi now, Ulu Ashanumi, because there's faulty, faulty, faulty doctrine. Ulu Ashanumi, really. No, 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 Ulu Ashanumi. No, how does it feel as a father to a child? That your child is begging you with tears, Ulu Ashanumi. Guy, how far now? And it's there three days for his deliverance. Ulu Ashanumi. Lord, please have mercy on me. Hallelujah. Are we there? On verse 13. All right. 13 to 17. Let's go together. Let no one say when he's tempted, I am tempted by God. Are we there? Let's go together. Let's continue. Are we there? NKJV. James 1, 13 to 17. Better say I'm there. One, two, go. Let no one say when he's tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. 14. But each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own desires and insights. The one desire is conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin when it's full grown, brings forth death. 16. Do not be my fellow brethren. Look at this, my beloved brethren. 17. Every good and perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of light with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Look at this. It says, when you, are, when, you are, when you are tempted or afflicted, don't say God is tempting or afflicting me. Same word. Don't say God is afflicting me. Don't say God is tempting me. That's what people do. I've, I've, seen, this, I've seen, this, seen this for online. On Twitter, when they say, if you, if you, if you, if you love your wife, your, your girlfriend, test her. Just, I see those stupid things. Test her. You know, send people to Atuka and toast her. Those kind of daft situations. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Test. Test to test the love. Okay? So he's saying, when, God, when you are tempted, don't say God is tempting you. Those, those things are afflicting you. He says, beloved brethren. Beloved brethren, people that are loved by God, don't be deceived. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Father. Hallelujah. Amen. It comes from the Father of light, not darkness. Which means there's no variation. There's, there's, no, there's no inconsistency. There's no shadow of turning. It's consistent. Hallelujah. So only good gifts come from God. Only good gifts come from God. Is love. All he does is love. All he thinks is love. All he is is love. 
So don't put, don't put evil at his feet and say, God did you evil. People say, God took my clinical clinical because, because in this company, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What kind of egomaniac, what kind of, of psychopath do you think your God is? So because your God needs his company, not took it from your own company. Please now, hey John now, please. Yes, it's like, submit to the will of God. Submit to what will? Someone died young. Which, which will do submit to? Yes, it happened and we, 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 it's bad. But don't make it worse by saying God did it. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. So God is not out to hurt you. He's out to protect you. Romans 12. From verse 21, verse 17 to 21. Romans 12, from verse 17 to 21. God is not out to hurt you, but rather is out to protect you. He's lost for our protection. Hallelujah. All right, are we there? From 17 to 21. Romans 12, 17 to 21. Once to go, repay no one. Are we there? Can we go together now? 17. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good in sight of all men. Verse 18. If it is possible, much depends on you. Live peaceably with all men. Verse 19. Beloved, don't avenge yourself, but I give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you will, you will eat coals of fire on his head. 21, do not overcome it by evil, but overcome evil with good. So, this is God speaking, okay, through, through Apostle Paul, that don't repay evil for evil. What does that mean? That God doesn't, God, God doesn't repay evil for evil. Do you understand? That God overcomes evil with good. Yeah. You know some, some, bad people, some bad people look like their life is good? God is not out to kill them too. It is you that wants to kill them, not God. What is God's, what's God's, what's God's way? To overcome evil with good. To so, to so love you that your heart will break. To so love you that your heart will melt from the love. That how could God, with all I have done, forgive me for this? People came to God in their sicknesses. He didn't say, be saved first. No. He healed them. He healed them. And said, go and sin no more. Sin brought you here, be healed. If you go back and sin again to come back. Do you get my point here? So he's not vindictive. So it's why we can imitate him as his children, Ephesians 5 1. Okay? And walk in love and forgive because that's how God behaves. Hallelujah. So if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, now, when you put the fire, he's not, he's not saying that you will make his life uncomfortable. That's not the point. Because of fire here is a conscience. Is a, is a, is a, it's, it's to put it, to pay a person's conscience break. That almost I punish this guy so much. I so much show this guy Pepe. He's walking in love towards me. Ah, ah, you feel bad for yourself. That, ah, ah, am, I that, ah, am, I, am I the devil? Moshe, you still forgiving me. Ah, maybe I should repent. You get my point here. So that the cause of fire there is to eat weight on your conscience. Do you understand? 
So you, you, we are caught to overcome evil with good. To be so to people that are wicked so that they will go and have to rethink and repent. Hallelujah. So when people say, God brought coronavirus, really, guy, really? No, really. To not kill them, to go to hell. So what are we doing? God, I'm sure God's like, which God? Jesus, is it you? Spirit, is it you? Because, ah, 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 <laughs> what's happening here? <laughs> As in, ah, ah, hallelujah. Doesn't matter how far you go in, in, in life. You have to know scripture very well. Okay? If you don't know, we can be prone to error. Glory to Jesus. Romans 2 4. Romans 2 4. Are we there? Should I say I'm there? All right. Want to go, or do you despise which of his goodness, forbearance, and long suffering, not in the goodness of God, leads you to repentance? You see that? Talking about people in, in depraved people in sin, that you, de- do you despise God's goodness. Okay? He wants to lead to repentance by his goodness. So his forbearing, his long suffering, is meant to lead us to repentance. That even in, if, even, even in, in bad behavior, God gives people very long group, enough room for repentance. Romans 9, Romans 9, he says, he says Romans 9, talking about his long-suffering for those who are doomed for destruction. That even in that, ah, there's still long-suffering in, it, in that. It's not hard to say, Hallelujah. Talking about Pharaoh in Romans 9, that God bore long with people like that. Bore long with them. What about Sodom and Gomorrah? If I find ten, if I find five. God is not out to destroy, he's out to restore. He's out to protect, not out to inflict. Hallelujah. Acts 38. Acts 38. See that God from Nazareth, with the little power, who went about doing good, healing also by the devil, for God was with him. So went about healing everybody, okay, who were oppressed by the devil. So we see the healer, the deliverer, and also the oppressor, okay? God is the healer, the deliverer, the devil is the oppressor. Hallelujah. People ask things like, does God allow evil? Technically, no. Let me explain that we are the ones meant to stop evil. Do you understand? So, Matthew 19 says, whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. What we lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So, whatever happens is still back at the believer's feet. Amen? Tell as, as it relates to your life. See, I can't bind for you. Yeah, reasonably. If we agree, I can bind for you. I can lose for you reasonably. But I can't always guarantee that it will work. You know why? I don't see your, I don't see your, I don't know your thoughts. You know, I don't know you. I know you, Shah, but we might, we might still know that. 
that as much as I know you very much, Obolu, that if you are going to tell me the truth, there's nothing about you I don't know. Uh-huh. So it means that I cannot guarantee every time that, you know, I can always do things in your, in your, in your, in your behalf spiritually. So meaning that if I pray for someone like you and it doesn't work, I don't, <laughs> I think I, I know every, but I might not know some things about you. So I, can always, I, I can't always guarantee that I can take action on your behalf. But my own life, oh, I know myself. Amen? I know where I'm wrong. Do you understand? So, is, so when it comes to me, I can, I, can, I, can, I can point out the failure or the success. So this is the point. That for my life, I do the binding. I do the losing. Do you understand? So I'm, I said that because I don't, I don't want to assume that something that happens to, your, to someone that you know is your fault. No. Person, you, have to, you have to own it personally as, as an adult. Do you understand? I, I can't always pray for my, for my love for my love and to always work. I cannot guarantee it. I cannot guarantee that it always work. I cannot always guarantee it. I cannot always guarantee it. Do you understand? So I, I can't put the issues, issues at my, on, my, on my conscience. I will do my best, right? But you all have to have a faith work. Do you understand? They all have to have their own personal faith work. So let's leave this. Let's go allow evil. What we know in scripture is this: that the binding is our job to do. The resistance of the devil is our job to do. So if it is unbound, it's me. Now we see Christ, the perfect man, go about getting getting results. Okay, why? Full knowledge. Do you understand? Full knowledge that thou shalt aspire to. Perfect love work that shall aspire to. So if we are on this earth, we all need to learn how these things produce. Have to learn how to bind. Have to learn how to lose. What does God do? Give me all I need to do it. And he keeps urging me to learn, to study, to pray, to grow. I must take action. Love protects me. Good? Hallelujah. James 4, 7. James 4, 7. Are we there? Therefore, submit to God. Look at this. This is the devil, and he will flee from you. First, submit to God. I explained that, okay? Submit to God. Okay? I'll come back to that. Last submit to God, okay? This is the devil, and he will flee. So who does resisting? I do. So can take add a vision, okay? He was talking to God, to Jesus, and the demon came in. I was looking at Jesus Christ that, you know, in the vision, that won't you chase the devil away? Because as I was talking, the demon got in the world's conversation and was making, was making, you know, Christ inaudible to him. I was looking at Jesus, that won't you, won't you chase the devil away? Jesus was there, Jesus kept on talking. Like he didn't see the devil. He kept on talking. Until he came to God's anger and said, you demon out, and demon left. So like, why didn't, why, didn't, why didn't you chase the devil out? He said, that's my job to do. It's your job to do. So if you don't do it, I will not do it. If you don't do it, <laughs> I will not do it. Hallelujah. Oh boy, you'll be there. He's not going to buy any issue with. Amen. You don't buy any issue with. You will do the buy issue with yourself. All right? First Peter 5 to 9. First Peter 5 8 to 9. First Peter 5 8 to 9. 
First Peter 5, 8 to 9. Should I dare say I'm there? Want to go, be sober, be vigilant, vigilant because you are after the devil, walks about like a royal lion looking for whom to devour. Verse 9, resist him, steadfast in the faith. Mm, the same sufferings I experienced by your brotherhood in the world. So he's saying that uh, things that happen around you, it's not just you, that these are normal human challenges. These things are common to all. The devil tries everywhere. Do you get my point here? He said the devil tries everywhere. That's his job. W- wakes up in, you know, doesn't sleep like, you know, just every time looking for who to devour. But he says you, resist him. Tell him, not this place, not my family, not my body, not my health. Not my finances, not my relationships. You resist him. Steadfast in the faith. So we do the resisting. Paul did not say, or Peter did not say, pray to God to resist him. He didn't say, beg Jesus to resist him. He didn't say, say call in Jamaica to fight your battle for you. It's not there in scripture. It says, you resist. Hallelujah. You resist. All right. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Now, let me, let me, let me land this there. Psalm 28, 1 to 14. Psalm 28. 1 to 8. Psalm 28. Psalm 28. Psalm 28. 1 to, 1 to 8 is fine. If I just say I'm there. Okay, I might tell myself. Okay, I am. On to go, verse 1. And it shall come to pass, if diligently obey us to the Lord your God, who have carefully this commandment, shall I command you today. Let's okay. Verse 2. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Verse 3. Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. Verse 4. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, fruit of your ground, increase of your herds. You know, yeah. Verse 5. Blessed shall be your basket and your knitting bowl. Verse 6. Blessed are you be when you come in. Blessed are you when you go out. Now, see all that, okay? We see all the blessings. Please follow me closely. That comes with obeying God. If you obey me, you know, I'll bless, bless your bread and butter. I'll take things far from you. If you obey me, I'll bless your goodness. You're coming in. If you obey me, you, you know, I come with obedience. John, John 13. If you obey my commands, this is the fruit of obeying my commands. If you don't obey my commands, when you, when you go further from, 20, from, from um, verse 15, you see something, okay? If you don't obey my commands, <laughs> you will see many things, okay? Right? To show that, look at this, in his commands is safety, is protection. So it's not as though they don't, they don't obey commands, God will bring out killers and flogging them. But that the world is on its own. It's evil. There's evil around. So, if you leave God's safety net, you can see anything, you can see something. That's the idea. They live in a fallen world. That if you leave God's protection, things can happen. So, that's what I was telling them. Not that I will bring out Cain and flog, but that, see, in my, in my commandment is your protection. That once you keep my law, keep my words, I can protect you. If you stay in my words, I can put you in my safety band. But out of it is the cause, the affliction in the world. 
In me, you have peace. What do I have in the world? Tribulation. So if you stay in my word, I can protect you. John 13, 34, 35. Are we there? John 13, 34, 35. Let's go. If you're there, say I'm there. John 13, 34, 35. You know, in, in Genesis 3, God read out the problems in the world already for us after, after man fell. You know, it talked about how, how the world would be, kineko, kineko, kineko. So there was actively, you know, a cause, you know, in the world system. So God caused people into, into, into a work with him to keep them from the course. So in, in, the work, in your work with me, you are kept from the course. You are protected. You are, you are kept from evil. If you now leave that safety zone, you can see something. So me telling you to stay here is not trying to resist, to, to restrict you, but to keep you in your band of safety. Do you understand? John 13, 45. All right? Let's go together. In the commandment, I give you that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all men will know they are my disciples if you have love one another. So he's saying now, you know, in your covenant, give them a list of commands. But in the new, our command is this, love. Love. So if you can put it together, we are saying that if you will walk in love, you will walk in safety. Good? If you walk in love, you walk in my protection. If you stay in love, all these things will happen to you. Hallelujah. Many times, people's afflictions are caused from, you know, their, their failure in their love work. It's not God doing them. They open the door to the devil to afflict them. I will not forgive this person. Are you sure you want to do that yourself? Do you want that own goal on yourself? I will not forgive this person. Hallelujah. Someone says, I want a new job, but I ate my current boss, I ate him. Are you sure you want to leave that place? You might be stuck there. Yeah, people can be stuck there. You cannot pray to God while, while working in the trade. Do you understand? So in his commands, love, okay, is safety. Romans 13, 8 to 10. Romans 13, 8 to 10. If you are there, say I'm there. If you are there, say I'm there. Are we sure? Bull, are you there? I feel good. One more second. All right. Verse 8. Oh, no one anything except to love one another. Follow us another has fulfilled the law. Verse 19, for the commandments shall not commit adultery, shall not murder, shall not steal, shall not bear false witness, shall not covet. Then in the commandments are all summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Verse 10, love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is fulfillment of the law. So he says, you know, all these commandments that we have, okay, this is the cocoa of it, okay? Love. 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 All right? Love. He says we owe people nothing, no, but we owe everyone a depth of love. It's not the only good people, only kind people. We owe everyone a depth of love. 
It is practical. It's not just, not just, not just I love with mouth. We have to live it out. We have to live out the love. Be kind, be forgiving, be, as in give. At the very least, a good smile. Yeah. Just be cheerful with people around you. Be kind, be nice. Greet people. It's, it's sometimes it starts on the very little things. Being there for people. Amen. Making new friends. New connects. Just being available for people. Not living your life only me, you, my, me, myself, my family. So you do it yourself, your pocket, your family. So you don't have, have, have time for no, but not even church members. After church, pia. You know? Oh, that, oh, that next week. No hello, no hi. Just you, yourself, your, you know, yourself. All, all you do is yourself. My purpose, my destiny, my relationship, my career, my, my, my. Shows how you spend your time and resources. Hallelujah. First John 5.18. So when you read First John all through, you will see that to, not to, to, to walk in sin is not walk in love. First John all through, first John, you see it there. See, so Romans 13, 8 to 10, John 13, 10, 45, that to not, to, to, to not walk in love is to sin. Good, good, good. So that walking in love is walking rightly with God. To not walk in love is to walk in sin. All right? First John 5, 18. Want to go? We know that whoever is born of God does not sin. But who has been born of God keeps himself, and the wicked one does not touch him. You see that? The one who is born of God keeps himself out by not sinning out, by walking in love, and then the wicked one does not touch him. So, walking in love protects you. Do you understand? Walking in love keeps, keeps, it, it gives, it keeps you in your band of safety so that the wicked one does not touch you. Many times people leave room to the devil by their love work. So can you go back and shut those doors? The anger, the unforgiveness. Amen. The short-tempered. Yeah, short-temperedness. Uh, yeah. Can you go and shut those doors? The selfishness. And many times when it works that, see, that thing that's going to, that's going to hinder you, God will have you about it. There's no way your, your heart has told you something is wrong with this. So it's not as though things meet me by surprise. Amen. See, God loves you. So God speaks to your spirit to correct you of some sins, to convict you. Yeah, through your spirit. He tells you that this behavior, you need to drop it. You know what we do? Amen. It's not as though things just happen to you like that. Many times we know that I'm doing something that is not good. I'm leaving the door open. That's love of God for you. To give you ahead of time warning. That the way you are going, you know, the way you are going, you know, stop and desist. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes for months and sometimes for years. You know, can I take it to say that God will tell him, go and tell him, so and so minister, this thing you are doing, stop it, otherwise you will die on so and so day. No, guess what? People, some people continue. Yes. And they'll tell him that, see, this thing will not change you too. 
People have been told that this thing I'm teaching is bad. And they'll be like, Lila, they know it is bad, but I've gone so far, I can't, I can't, people know me, so I can't change anymore. People already know me this doctrine, I won't change it anymore. They know it is bad, but I'm, I've gone popular on this. I've blown on this. I cannot change it. Some people would rather die than change. Hallelujah. What about 1 Corinthians 5? When Paul tells the church, I got to the church, so I can say, you can, you can say something. That's enough warning to say, I repent to. Do you understand? That's enough warning. Revelation 2 and 3, too. When God says, that's enough time to say, guy, guys, where you are going is after. It's enough time to repent. So there's nothing that happens to people that just happens to them because, bah, no. Usually God gives people time that where you are going, you are walking into trouble. Stop and resist. Your enemy is just waiting to get you. Open the door, land, finish. Where he can eat you. Walking in love will protect you. Hallelujah. The one who is born of God keeps himself and the wicked one does not touch him. The wicked one does not touch him. All right. No, in Matthew 20, 20, 25, 25 says, you know, 22 says you, if, you, if you speak and you believe you have it. 25 says, before you pray, okay, if you have any ought against anybody, forgive the person. Before you use your faith, walk in love. Before you dare to use your faith, walk in love. Don't go to prayer with a grudge on your chest. That's too risky. All right? Walk in love. Forgive. Repent of those things. Actively walk in love. Quick to forgive, quick to repent. Some people have coconuted with God. You know that thing is bad, and you say you will not stop. Amen? And you want, hey. I have to remind people that God's rules are not for God. They're for your protection. They're for your protection. Leave that boy alone. God doesn't want to date the boy. He doesn't want to date you too. Amen. He doesn't want to date you. He doesn't want to date you. He does not want to date you. So the protection is not, it's not, it's not about him. It's about, hey, this boy will show you pepper. Don't say, I not tell you. You know, some people that after them we start at this thing. Leave this, you know. No, you can't say too much. Because if you go and now work, you don't say, ah, Pastor, not just married before. Ah. So we have to that people with style because Alice Rotten. Amen. You know now. If I saw Rotten, and while it is working, I'll be a bad person. For the first people happy together, I may, I may be a bad person. <sighs> you understand? So we say it with style that pray some more. Pray some more. Pray some more about this thing. Amen. Pray some more. Do you have to pray some more? You won't know that. Are you sure? Yeah. So I as to say, uh, you know, I pray that I have peace. Once someone says that, I'm done. As a man of God, you do. Yeah, you're done. Let's say I have peace. Let's finish doing that. Hold on to say again. You don't have peace. I can't, I, can't, I can't give your peace with you. It's your peace. <laughs> yes, now. Ah, you have peace. Okay. As, as submit to your, to your leading. That's what we'll do. Submit to your leading. Now, come back after one month. Ah, some, some skinny cock in the co-op window. Hmm, okay. We talk it. <laughs> but you get the point. These they are for your protection. When we have things like flee fornication, God is not trying to, he's not trying to keep your body to himself. It's not, it's for your protection. Because while dating even the person that God gave you, communication will block your communication. 
It will block, it will block, it will kill it. If you start this thing, there is no way. That's, that's, that's the end of recommunication. That's the end of recommunication. That's the end of it. That's the end. Because when you see him, you're just, just taking, hold me, hug me, kiss me, kiss me. That's, that's, what it, that's, that's the truth. People know now. People, some of you have been there before. But let's look up to Jesus. Okay, don't look at me. But you get the point. That's the end of it. Once you start, it's like pop, it's like Pringles. Once you start, once you, once you pop, you cannot stop. It's, yes, problematic. That's the old advert. Once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> yeah. Where God says, this is what Latin. Run. Don't test it and tell me, how far can I go? Once you open that bottle, God will help your spirit, man. That's the point. This particular one, no, don't, don't try to open it and see, how far can I go if I get drunk? This particular bottle of sin, don't open it to... It, 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 it. <laughs> Hallelujah. So this comes for, for protection. Some people have gone into God or their or relationships and spot it by sin. That man, God told them that man. God, God actually really told them. That man, they actually, they actually really hate God. But they both now mess it up by sin. To, 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 come, to come to stomach pain. There's no way you can avoid that stomach pain. You cannot. What do you do instead? Once you have found yourself in a mess, what should you do? Quick repentance. Not half one. See, if you say you, you repent and you're still doing your own visits, you don't repent. You're, you're, just, you're, just, you're just a fraud. Say you repented. We are still playing around the scene. You did not repent. Oh, Lenier, you did not repent. Do you understand? You know how you got there. You don't stop, you don't stop, you don't stop the, the process. But you say you did not do it. Why are you fooling yourself now? Hallelujah. All right? You are liking this girl so much that you should not be liking her. You are praying, God help me. But you keep seeing her every day. Keep sending texts and messages. Call her, call her all day. You, you have a girlfriend you are dating. You are know. dating somebody. Send the person all day, I love you. Why tell the person, how are you today? You know? Amen? But you chat A or chat B if you are multitasking. You are chatting A. You are chatting, you are chatting B. Eh? So you share, share, you share your day with A, share your day with B. How was your day? On there alone. On there alone, you know, you have plenty. Hallelujah. Walking in love, okay, is being faithful to people around you. Keeping your word. Being faithful to people around you. Being faithful. It's little things. And guess what? God will always, always talk your heart. Why? Your spirit is one with your spirit. So your, your, spirit, your spirit will convict you. What do people do? Shut, shut it down. It's not that deep now. I only kissed her. Clear that day, conscience. Ah, you want is too much. Hallelujah. First John 3, it's 823. 1 John 3, verse 823. Many times we are where we are today because we know it's to hear word. Yeah. Many times we are where we are because we know it's to hear word. It's not God doing us, we got ourselves there. But God is out to rescue you from those things. How? Quickly repent. Don't stay there. Verse 18, 23. 1 John 3. Are we there? Want to go. My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And by this we know that we are of the truth, shall, shall, our, shall our hearts before him. Verse 20. For if our hearts condemn us, God is what? Greater than our hearts and knows all things. Look at this. If our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and God knows the issue. I mean that once, 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 once your heart starts, pre- starts pricking you, God is, 
God knows. So that's something that's to change, something to fix. You get my point here? 21. Beloved, if God does not condemn us, we have confidence to. Do you see this? So if we, if we walk in a pure conscience, we have confidence in prayer. 22. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do those things that please, that are pleasing in his sight. Do you see this? That when your conscience is clear before God, you will pray with confidence. Not, not pray with the weight of your chest that, yeah. Lord, I didn't want to shout, but that last one, I did not pay my tithe. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, I paid half tithe. Amen. Amen. Our tithe is both a gift and a payment. It's a gift and a debt at the same time. Let's think it well. Because it, it, it's covenant, then it's a debt. Yeah, it's covenant too. It's a debt. If it's covenant, then it is a debt. So it means that we can steal it. When we don't give it, we are owing it. Hallelujah. Practice a sort conscience. 23. And this is his commandment. Thou should believe the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. So this is his command. Believe in him and walk in love. All right? So when your heart condemns you, don't ignore it. Fix up immediately. Now, I'm not saying go and look for, I'm looking for sin in your heart. Some people go and look for, they're going to look for sin. So, so at night, you know, it's not their sins. At 9 a.m., I lied to my sister. At 10.15, I lied to my cousin. At 10.35, I lied to my boss. This line is the line I'm going. Ah, at 11.05, you know, Amen. So they sit down taking notes to remember everything and then confess it. Because they think that they have to confess everything to be forgiven. When, when they have to, when they have to, when they say, okay, what's once I know, I know, I don't know. God, forgive me. But what is it by omission or by commission? You know? That's not the idea. But usually, even in that spot where you did it, you would have that note of, okay, this was not cool. Don't, don't wait till later, just deal with it. Okay, that was not cool. I repent of it. All right? First John 1 9. This is how love protects you by his command, by his leading of the spirit, by, by his guidance, by his law, by his words. This is how love protects you. If you stay in my word, if you abide in my word, okay, you have a covering, you have a defense around you. First John 1 9. If we confess our sins, I'm going to explain this, okay? He's faithful and just forgives our sins, because of, of all unrighteousness. Now, we are forgiven in Christ. This, this particular first John 1 9 is a, is, a, is, a, is a grammatical problem. It's a Greek to English problem, and it's a big one. Okay? Now, people used, used to say that if you don't confess your sin, you're not forgiven. That's, that's painful because it's the only verse, it's the only verse in the entire Bible that talks about confessing sins in the covenant. It's the only verse. So to now build a doctrine, on a verse. Alright? So it means that before I got saved, I had to list all my sins. I had to confess all. When I was 10, when I was now 10.5 years old, so that's not the point. Number one, the word confession there means homologio. 
Okay, it means to, to say what I say, to agree with me on something. Saying the same things. So he's saying, if I agree with God on the issue of sin, alright, then I receive his forgiveness. That's, that's the meaning of it, okay? The, the word there is, you know, it, it should read more like, more like, if we confess his sins, his faithfulness has, 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 has forgiven us all our sins, not if we forgive that, he has forgiven us all our sins. That, that, that's the that's better, better um, translation. That if, this, it means that if I, if I agree with him on that matter of sin, okay, I walk in his already given forgiveness. Do you understand? So the word forgiving there, the, word, the, 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 the particular um, um, tense there is like, is a perfect, I, mean, I don't know how to put English, because English is difficult. What is your tense? The idea is that that tense is permanent. It's not going to change, okay? It's not going to change. It's a complete, as that word, that is a complete tense. So it's saying that it's going to forgive. It's not, it's not as though it might not forgive. Do you understand? So it's more like he has already forgiven us. So it's like a constant. So I just agree with him and I align with, align with forgiveness. That's it. Do we understand? So if we, if we let go of that sin, repent of that sin, agree with God, okay, I, God, I agree with you. This thing that you think is not, not cool. I immediately align with his forgiveness. You get my point here? Why? I'm already forgiven. No, 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 I need to confess forgiveness. I'm already forgiven. So I'm just agreeing with my forgiveness. I'm just, I'm just aligning with my forgiveness. So this is the idea. When I goof and I have a check in my spirit, repent right there. And once you repent, forgive yourself because God has forgiven you. So don't repent and I start thinking, ah, maybe this thing I complained last year is still holding me back. Oh boy, no. 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 Once you repent, um, once you repent genuinely of, of that, you are back in your safety zone. Do you understand? Do you understand? You are back. It's, it's, it's not going to take you five seconds. Once you just own up, ah, God, that, I dropped that. It's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not what I have to keep praying. God, forgive me. God, forgive me. God, forgive me. God, forgive me. Now, at, at tears for, for, for effects. God, forgive me. God, forgive me. God, forgive me. Amen. So, now fast and pray over it. Just, just so they can show how bad they feel about it. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. Once you own up, okay, God, that, 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 that was not cool. I, I get that now. You know why? He has forgiven you. He's not trying to get you. He's trying to show you that what you are doing gets you in trouble. Leave it and align. So when you align, he really forgives you. So you, you are just aligning with your safety zone. That's all. Do you understand? So it's simple, okay? Love protects you when you walk in love. Practice walking in love. As you grow in this, this love will actually dry out fear. Hallelujah. When you say any, any form of evil, tell that evil, no, I'm a child of God. He loves me. I, even, I walk in love. You have no room here. Out. Amen. And, if, and if you're walking in love, right there, say, now I repent, I walk in love. So you're still out. Do you understand? Good, 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 good. Clear enough? Help me on our feet this evening and just give her thanks. So Peter asked Jesus, how many times have I forgiven a day? How often have I forgiven a day? Seven times, or seven, and God told him, 70 times, seven times to one person in a day. Hallelujah. What's, what's God telling him? Just forgive. Don't, don't, stop, don't be counting it. Peter is a very funny guy. Don't be counting. Just forgive. Amen. 
And that's what people put under the law. They count everything. They measure it. I was asking God, how many times I forgive? Like, God, guy, they are just to forgive. Stop counting. What does that tell you of God? That God forgives you. He has forgiven you. He's not counting your sins against you. Hallelujah. And just give him praise this evening. Thank you for your love. Thank you for love protects us. Thank you, Lord. So I walk in love. I grow in my love walk. I grow in my love walk. I grow in my love walk. Pray it well. I walk in love. I walk practically in love. I have a choice to walk in love, so I walk in love. I'm a man in Christ, so I have a choice. And I can, so I choose to walk in love. I choose to walk in and I walk in love. I'm quick to forgive. I'm quick to repent. I'm quick to forgive. I'm quick to repent. Quick to forgive. I'm easy to love. I'm lovable. I give people mercy. I give mercy. When they ought me, I let go of it. I walk in love even to those that, that, that offend me. I'm, I'm not out to revenge. I'm out to overcome evil with good. Yeah. I'm out to overcome evil with good. Hallelujah. You know, Paul told them in the Corinthian church that why, why do you take each other to court? Why do you take each other, believer to believer, to take each other to court? Paul said, it's not better to be, to, to be wrongly, you know, to suffer wrongly than to go that far. Interestingly, Paul is saying that you should, see, in, in the name of love, take shit. That's the point. In the name of love, you take shit. Walking in love means you take shit, many. Hallelujah. Your father never takes your shit daily. Walking in love means you take shit. Forgive. Forgive. You might look stupid. Yeah. But don't forget, we are not, we are not canal people. We are wise. You get my point here? So to, to the canal man, our wisdom looks stupid. Looks, but to God, oh boy, child of light, walking in light. Hallelujah. And our father never is our rewarder. He will reward. Amen. He will promote. We don't scheme to win here. We don't scheme. We live right to win. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Cheers to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church. And do join us every Sunday by 9 a.m. and Wednesday by 6 p.m. to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world.